Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let's Chat About It. My name is Jessica, and I'm here to have some informal, casual conversations around mental health, and hopefully educate you along the way. I hope everyone's 2020 is going well so far. As for myself, I don't have too many updates. I'm still in school. But, you know, hopefully your girl will finish soon. I got a new job, so that's pretty exciting. Um, My mental health has honestly been pretty poor, but I'm trying my best, trying to make sure I take time for myself to practice self-care and give myself a break and just be as kind as possible. <laughs> I know there's there's an up period waiting for me, so just trying my best to manage the day-to-day stuff until then. So that's a quick little update on myself. Hopefully everyone is doing okay. I'm trying to be more active on Twitter and Instagram, so definitely follow Let's Chat About It on there. That's LCAI Podcast. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, I don't really remember, but right now it feels like I'm sort of just putting these posts out there in the void, so I just like really appreciate it when people do engage with those posts, so don't be shy, say hi, I would love to actually interact with the people who are listening to this podcast. I definitely appreciate my friends and the feedback that they give me. So if you're listening, I'm just super thankful for the support you have shown me thus far. And yeah, let's just get started on this episode. I figured it would be good to kind of talk about goal setting and procrastination just because I feel like we are getting to the point where people start slacking on their New Year's resolutions or what have you. Let's just take the time to chat about what does achieving your goals look like. There's a really cool acronym that you can use when it comes to goal setting called SMART because you want to make sure your goal setting is very smart. This stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound or time-based. With each of these different categories, there's different things you want to look at when you are trying to set goals. We start with specific. So you want to actually narrow down what it is that you want to do. A lot of people, when they make goals, they can be very broad about what it is they're trying to achieve. So you want to make sure that you really define for yourself what this goal looks like. Like, what do you want to do? What is involved? What kind of skills will you need? You want to be very specific and focused when it comes to your goal so that it helps you have a clear path in achieving it. This brings us to our next point, which is measurable. And for this, you want to make sure there's a way that you can quantify your goal or evaluate your progress thus far. For example, you want to know how long will it take to get there, the amount of skills or money or like what have you that you'll need to accumulate, or how will you know that you have accomplished a certain task. You want to make sure that it is something that you can track. That way you can measure how you are progressing. The next one, the A, is attainable or achievable. With this, you want to make sure when you're setting goals that It's actually something that you can do, that it is within the realm of your capability to accomplish uh, whichever goal that you set. And, you know, I'm not saying 
you want to undersell yourself and go for just the easy achievable goals you definitely want to push yourself out of your comfort zone and challenge yourself a little bit but you know let's not get too crazy and try to set really big lofty goals that just aren't really achievable which also ties into the next one which is realistic make sure that it's something you can achieve and it's actually can be achieved within the realms of the situation that you find yourself in or the circumstances make sure that it is something that is within your realm of control that's not based on other people or other factors that aren't in your control because it can be really discouraging when you set goals and you don't accomplish them so you definitely want to make sure it's within your realm of capability and that it's something that is relevant to your values and who you are and what you want to get out of life and the last is time bound or time based with this you kind of want to you want to give yourself a deadline even though it does add a little bit of pressure to whichever goal you are setting this keeps you accountable to make sure that you're constantly working towards a deadline rather than having some sort of abstract idea or vague idea that yeah like you know one day I want to climb a mountain I don't know (laughs) I really don't know but um regardless you want to have a very set idea as to when you want this goal to be accomplished and again make sure you're realistic about it give yourself the time that you need and then add a little bit more to complete this goal but again don't be abstract or vague about it definitely set a concrete time frame as to when you want this goal to be accomplished so hopefully that helps you have more direction in your goal setting this is actually super relevant because i want to have more engagement on my social media so what i want is to have more engagement but in january i said very specifically for this month i want to average out to making a post every day and i want to gain five meaningful followers so not bots or trolls or anything like that like five real human beings engaging with me on twitter and so that was very specific and it's measurable i know what i'm looking for i want to average out to a post every day and i want specifically five followers and i felt like this is within my means it is hard but i could try my best it was realistic and I gave myself the month of January. I ended up meeting my quota for the amount of followers, but I definitely have not been posting every day. I do retweet posts, but when it comes to making my own unique posts, um, that's definitely something I can work on and something I can reevaluate for the month of February. Maybe I should look into making two or three posts a week and seeing how that goes, and then just, you know, going from there. Let me know what are some tips and tricks you use to set your goals and what helps, what doesn't help. Just, you know, whatever your thoughts are on it. And before I let all of you go, I wanted to talk about procrastination because that's sort of relevant to setting goals and achieving things. So procrastination is avoiding a task that needs to be accomplished by a certain deadline. Thank you, Wikipedia, for a lovely definition. And it's really interesting because I recently saw on Twitter where someone said procrastination is more of an emotional regulation issue than it is being lazy, which I definitely agree with. Procrastination, there's more to it than what you think it 
is. It's more a form of avoidance, so it has to do with fear. And so when I was in my undergrad, I did take a psych class that talked about two different types of procrastination. So there's arousal procrastination, and this is kind of related to thrill-seeking behavior in that you are dealing with a high-risk high reward sort of situation. It feels really good when you manage to, you know, beat the clock and hand in that assignment at 11.59 p.m. And a lot of people will say that they need, you know, the pressure of a deadline to get something going. And it feels like motivation, but in reality, it's panic. And you're using that adrenaline of panic to complete something. The other type of procrastination is avoidance procrastination. Avoidance procrastination can take form in three different ways. The first is that it's just some straight up unpleasant tasks that you do not want to deal with at all. And so you just put it off because you don't want to. You don't want to do it even though it's something that does need to be done. The second possibility is that these tasks reflect our self-worth. We avoid these tasks because we don't think we'll do as well on them as we'd like, and we don't want to feel bad about ourselves, and so we just don't do it. And this one is definitely linked to a fear of failure. You know, not doing it means you're definitely not going to fail, but then it means you're definitely not going to succeed either. So it's better to try and see what happens than to not do it at all. This is definitely, this is the type of procrastination that I myself do a lot. If I just have no idea how to do something or I want to do something but I just don't think it'll be very good, it definitely just keeps getting pushed to the bottom of my list because I'm an overachiever, I love doing well in things, and it took me a really long time to sort of get over that fear of not doing well in things and you really do need to separate the idea of how well you do on things equates to your self-worth. You are still a valid and cool human being regardless of how you do in something and failure is not, it's not a bad thing. It's a way to learn. You do something, you do well in it, that's great. You don't do well, well now you know and next time you can do a little bit better. This brings us to the third form of avoidance procrastination, which is a lack of self-confidence in your abilities. So it's a fear of success. It's a fear that, you know, you did something good once and you just don't think you can do it again. You don't believe in yourself that you'll do well in whichever task it is. It's very related to the previous one where you avoid tasks that you don't think you'll do well on or you just you just don't believe in yourself and it just goes to show that procrastination is a lot more serious than people think it is. It's not just as easy as you just gotta do it. It's you definitely have to think about the underlying reasons and try to shift your perspective in order to be better at not procrastinating. So how does one get better at not procrastinating? For one, you definitely want to take stock of what are the causes of the procrastination and what are the consequences. When it comes to the causes, you want to really ask yourself, to what degree is this a personal problem? Like, what is it about the task that is making you procrastinate? Is it that you just don't want to do it or is it related to some deep-rooted fear of failure? You want to learn to accept that you might not like every task that you want to do, and that's okay. You you don't have to like it, but you should take 
into consideration what are the consequences if you don't do the certain thing and is it worth it? It can affect your relationships, especially if you are working, let's say, in a group or just in a job. If you're procrastinating on something that other people need, it can definitely negatively impact that relationship because you'll find that people won't think you're dependable or they won't enjoy working with you. So it can affect other people and it can affect yourself as well. Unfortunately, you know, stress can lead to to procrastination but then procrastination can cause more stress and so you want to break that cycle and try your best to get on top of it. It might help to reevaluate the amount of time you need to complete a task Make sure, like I mentioned with the goal setting, whatever time you think it's going to take, add just a little bit more time to give you that that room for error. And it might help to sit down and actually conceptualize like what are the steps I need to complete the task? What do I need to do to finish this? And make sure you have it all before you start so you don't kind of make any excuses for yourself to step away from the task because you might sort of lose the momentum that you have started. I like to break things into pieces. This is how I write papers. Um, I have always struggled with writing papers. And so what I do is I just break it down into the smallest amount of pieces possible. I have my beginning, my body, my conclusion, my references. When it comes to my body, for example, I'll break it down into the different concepts that I want to cover. And I take each of those concepts and I write down what are the points that I want to make. And then for each of those points, I leave myself maybe like three or four bullet points for evidence and I read papers, I take notes on those papers, I put them in the evidence as necessary and then I expand and explain on each of those points of evidence. This really helps me write papers because by breaking it down into bite-sized chunks I'm able to get started on it, to focus on, you know, one task after the other. And the next thing you know, I have a huge body of work to further refine and edit and actually make it into a solid paper. So sometimes just breaking it into tasks and just starting. Often starting can be the hardest point. So when I literally don't know what to do, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to write. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to try my best and I can always edit it later. So those are some some tips and tricks that I find are super helpful for trying to get on top of procrastination, scheduling, and being kind to myself and giving myself time and just not working up to the to the last hour, you know, burning the midnight oil. So that's all I have for you guys today. Just a quick little episode checking in with everyone and hopefully helping you with your goal setting and time management. I still have that therapy episode that I really want to get to you guys. So we'll see when that happens. I have literally no guarantees about anything, but um, it'll come when it comes. Thanks again for listening and I hope everyone has a great week. Well, that's it from me. If you want to keep the conversation going, please email me at lcaipodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Twitter or Instagram, again, at lcaipodcast. I'm happy to answer questions, comments, concerns. Just let me know. Have a lovely day. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in a couple of weeks.